Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. Welcome, and today we're speaking to Amy Hobson of Focus Your Future. Hello, Amy. Hello, it's lovely to be here. That's great. We're just going to chat around your chapter in this year's edition of I Am A Woman Who. It's absolutely great to read your chapter. And I think the thing that stood out for me was, you know, nobody's life is straightforward. We all have ups and downs and roller coasters personally and in business. But you found yourself on your own with four boys as a single parent. I mean, that must have been a massive challenge. Yeah, it really was. And they were all still quite young as well. So, well, I had four children under seven when my youngest was born. My eldest hadn't turned seven. So I had four children under seven. And then a year later, my relationship with my ex-husband fell apart. And I ended up as a single mum of four children under eight. Whilst working full time, quite senior management within a franchise network. So it was it was really hard work. It wasn't expected we'd been together. None of these things ever are. But we've been together since we were childhood sweethearts. We've been together since school. So it wasn't something that I'd ever seen ever being in that situation. And it was, it was a, it was a a fairly traumatic time, but you know, we survived. We all survived. I've got four beautiful boys now. My eldest is now 18. So it was a long time ago, but it still had, don't get me wrong, it has a massive impact on your life. And it, yeah, it was a, it was a challenge, shall we say. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And I love the way that even now you say, don't ask me what I do because I can't tell you what I do. And I think in common with a lot of women today, you know, we, we have had challenges in our past, but it's made us more resilient and we can actually juggle more than one thing. So how do you, how do you, find time and how do you schedule your time to work on the things that you do in your various life you know your mom your businesses and everything else um it is difficult but I try and use well what I definitely use tools so I'm a massive fan of Trello Trello keeps me on track for my projects keeps me on track for my client work it keeps me on track for my personal life as well so I have those little reminders that come out I use those things all the time I'm also really um, I've always been quite focused on time blocking so I'll always be able to say you know from one o'clock till three o'clock I'm going to be doing this and I've even been known to set the oven timer so I, 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 I the, the reason I say the oven time, it makes me sound really old fashioned because obviously I have a phone, I have alarms and those kinds of things. But the oven timer, I don't work in the kitchen. So I can't see it. I can't see it counting down. I can't think, oh, I've got 15 minutes. I'll just quickly do this instead. I can't do any of that. So it really keeps me focused on that one task. So if I'm writing a blog or if I'm, I'm working on a client project or something like that, where I know I just need to concentrate on that, shut out everything else. And just do that. I'll set the oven timer. And my goal in life is to beat my oven timer, which sounds crazy. Absolutely <laughs> I, love it. <laughs> I, I want to get that job done before that goes off. And I don't, you know, I don't rush. That doesn't mean, you know, I'm going to rush or cut corners or anything. But I, I want to do it before that timer goes off. So it's that little bit of competitive spirit in me, I think, as well, that keeps me keeps me doing it. But sometimes, you know, it is just about the juggle and it's about robbing um, oh, actually, I say robbing or stealing, that sounds wrong, but about adapting what I'm doing and how I'm working. So if my children need me, they absolutely come first. But that means I sometimes have to work evenings or weekends. But that's what gives me that freedom to be able to do what I want to do when I do it. And occasionally, you know, there's a penalty to that. So occasionally I'll lose evenings, occasionally I'll lose weekends, but it allows me to do the other things that are more important to me. 
Yeah. And I think it's a matter of choice, isn't it? And I think when you do work for yourself, you, you're given that choice to have that flexibility that you might not have had in, in corporate life many years ago. Mm, no, absolutely. And I think for me, that's one of the things now when I look back and I think you know, and I've, I've worked pretty much solely for myself for the last six years this year. And when I look back, I was very lucky. I had some really great bosses that I worked with who did allow me to be a little bit flexible. I also had fantastic parental support, which allowed me to keep doing that as a, even as a single parent. You know, my mum and my dad are still very much my rock and still keep me on the straight and narrow and keep me going when I when, you know, when they're the ones I fall on when I have a problem and I have you know, something that goes wrong. But being able to work for myself, I actually had this conversation with somebody the other day. I can't ever imagine working to somebody else's schedule or working to the beat of somebody else's drum is how I described it. Because I want to do what I want to do and I want to do it my way with my beliefs and my passions. And, you know, even only working with with clients that I know I can make a real difference to rather than just working with everybody. All of those parts of working for yourself that are worth the tears, the heartache, the hard work, the extra hours, but it allows me to still be a mum. And even though my children are now nearly all teenagers, you know, my boys are aged between 11 and 18, they still need me. They may not need me physically to keep an eye on them when they're playing in the garden. They may not need the same. They still need cuddles. They still need my time. They still need my emotional support. Probably now more than ever. You know, I always had evenings when my boys were little because they were great sleepers. I don't know because I'm taxi service so you know it's 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 having something and being able to work around something that you're still proud of and you still feel passionate about which for me that means working for myself but also then being able to still be flexible around the needs of my family and it gives me that flexibility when as and when I need it yeah and believe you me Amy you know even when they're grown up and they leave home they still need their mum <laughs> I'm speaking from experience there <laughs> well, no, I'm the same. you know I, I walk into my mum's house and the first thing I do is open the fridge why I've got a full fridge at home why do I need to see what my mum's got in hers I find myself doing it and I still very much need my parents so um and you know that for me is what being a family is about and I'm lucky to be a part of an extended family um, and now a blended family as well but um but yeah it's 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 what helps me to still be me is having that flexibility to do what I want when I want to yeah and obviously you run the the digital uh, side of business but you've also got a women in business network as well and then do you find that complements what you do in in your main in your main business yeah definitely one um, I'm very really passionate about women in business so as somebody who is of um, a certain age so we say I'm not going to give you my age but of a certain age I have had lots of experience where simply because somebody is female they haven't been considered for a role I've been in that situation where I had to justify how I could possibly afford childcare for four children on a salary which I'm fairly certain my ex-husband has never been asked that question or never been queried over those things so I've, I've always been very passionate about helping women in business, whether that's helping women to further a corporate career or whether that's helping women to be able to build something around their children, build that in that flexibility that I've been able to find over the last few years. So I am really passionate about that. And Connections definitely allows me to do that. It also allows me to kind of, I know it sounds a little bit weird, but to keep in touch with those women who I know I can help, who I know I can work with. And yes, I've, you know, I've, uh, some of my clients are from women I've met in connections, but that's not what, it, what it's about for me or for Donna. You know, it's hard work running a women's networking group, as you know. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's very hard work, you know, staying um, in people's mindsets, staying in people, keeping people, meeting people's needs, you know, staying in touch, all of those things that are really, really important take a lot of effort and a lot of organisation. But it's worth it because we know that we make a difference and can really help women 
in their business. We know people who've made friends, who've made clients, who've built their business through what they've done with connections. So we're very proud of it. And I think when women network together, and I found this with my own network, they they lift each other up rather than pull each other down. They're very supportive, aren't they? It's a different way of networking. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the first time I went networking as a business job, so when I was um, asked to go by my employer, I got patted on the backside. I was in my mid-20s. I got patted on the backside and asked when the drinks were going to be delivered. I was there to network. I wasn't there to wait on them. Um, And when I kind of said to him, actually, I'm here for business. I'm here to network. He kind of gave me this very long up and down look and then a very greasy smile would be the best way I did. And then put his hand out to shake my hand, lingered over the handshake. And I was like, no, never going back. Don't want to do it. Will not put myself in that situation again because I felt really icky was the best way to describe it. Now, I'm not saying that all networking events like that. I've been to lots that are mixed, not a problem at all. But women, we've had women burst into tears in a meeting because what somebody said has just resonated with them so much that they've kind of thought, oh my God, I'm not the only one going through this. I'm not the only one feeling it. And that makes a really big difference. So, you know, that is unlikely to happen in a mixed meeting because we are very much about support and inspiration and about helping people to learn rather than to um, just sell. And I think that's probably the key difference between all female and mixed. Totally agree there. Sadly, we've run out of time, Amy, but if I could ask you to share an insight or top tip with our audience, what would that be? I think it would probably reflect what I put in the book is that you just need to go for it. So of all the women that I speak to through my own connections, through networking, through all the years that I've worked, it's very rare that I, well, I hear so often of women, I wish I'd done it earlier. I wish I'd done it years ago. I wish I'd just gone and done it years ago. Um, So for me, it's just go for it. Yes, think about it. Yes, put in a plan. Yes, get that strategy. But there reaches a point where you just have to go for it. Thank you, Amy. We've been talking to Amy Hobson from Focus Your Future. Thank you, Amy. You're welcome. Thank you for joining the Woman Who Chat weekly podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business. In the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey.